the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we made it to Friday. That's always a good thing. So we got a weekend facing us. And uh, if you're coming into Little Rock tomorrow, know that if you come in early, you're going to have to battle the crowd for the Razorback game. That'll be happening at War Memorial Stadium. I'll have to deal with it on my way home from doing the uh, uh, car and, uh, and, and you know truck doctors. Just got a message from Chris Corbett says that he is up in rogers and uh, what's up in rogers today chris good morning well i'm a uh if you didn't know i'm I'm an ordained minister i'm gonna officiate a wedding today really and i yeah. didn't know yeah. you were an ordained minister <laughs> well it's kind of like being the justice of the peace or something I'm i'm not up preaching i'm just a recorded minister in the book so i can perform a wedding oh okay so who's getting married anybody you know yeah so it's my wife's um college roommate it's her daughter she's 25 she's a beautiful lady up here hairdresser conley matthews well great you uh give them my best wishes would you oh well thank you so much yeah two lovely souls are going to join their hands in matrimony that's that's cool that's very 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 cool you know, that is almost as cool as me going to see Dune last night. Oh, so, oh my gosh, it was the 22nd. <laughs> yeah, it opened last. I missed it. Open, it's good, man. Driving. You got to go it's see really it. really good. Yeah, it's good. Okay. I so, mean, this is the most faithful rendition of Dune ever made, no doubt about it. And uh, I just want to warn everybody, this is part one, Okay. So when the movie ends, it's not really over yet. Oh, I see. All right. I mean, that's a good that's a good warning, because the first movie was all encapsulated. Yeah. And it wasn't all that good. Well, I just found out today that the weirding module or found out last night. I was reading up on it. The weirding module was just something made up. This thing that's activated by your voice. Yeah. So uh, anyway, anyway, it, uh, you know, when you look at this movie, when you read the book, Frank Herbert right. uh, was a Buddhist. And there's a lot of that type of stuff in this movie. A lot of oh, middle, okay. a lot of Middle Eastern kind of stuff in this movie. And the spice, the big commodity is uh, oil. 
as far as he was concerned. That's what he was trying to, to show. And then he was trying to show that when when countries become too big, they become corrupt. The smaller countries around it want to overthrow it. They do. They take over, and then they become corrupt. And so you got this cyclical thing that keeps going on. If you read all of the Dune books, because, you know, Dune isn't the only book that Herbert read, uh, wrote about Dune. He, he had Dune, Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, the whole nine yards. And uh, it gets into all of that, and uh, it's, a, it's a good book. Also, as you watch that movie, pick up all of the stuff that George Lucas stole for Star Wars. Oh, no way. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. There's no... There's no, I mean, there's, look, there's no way you couldn't have been influenced by the book Dune. Uh, I mean, it was the Hugo Award winner. It is the best-selling science fiction book of all time. And there's, you know, going to be, there's going to be some similarities in it. So you got, you got the emperor. He's a bad guy. Uh, You got you got uh, people that are dressed up that look like stormtroopers. It's it's kind of it's interesting. It's it's really interesting. You know, I I enjoyed it. My wife not so much. She she's not into sci-fi like I am. And uh, and then I forgot to tell her that this was part one. And when it ended, <laughs> she was not happy because there is so many there are so many loose ends. Uh, when the mo- when the movie ends, I mean it's it's like watching the Star Wars movies, you know. And the first three that they did, which are the middle three, at as you got to the end of each of those movies, there were questions still unanswered. You know, this is the same way that that Dune is. I don't know who the guy is that plays Paul in this, but I got to tell you what he did a good job. They, they pick, oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, that's they, great to hear. They picked a good. Okay, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, what is he? What has he been in that I should know of? He's been in a few like indie films. I'm not quite sure you would like them, okay, Dave. But yeah, this is like the biggest movie he's been in. So well, far. he he did well. I mean, that's a big part to have to carry. And I'm a big Rebecca Ferguson fan, and she's excellent in the movie, and 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 easy on the eyes. But I mean. She was really, really good in this motion picture. Are you familiar with Rebecca Ferguson, if I say that name, Chris? I'm not. i okay. got to see her face. You've seen, well, if you saw the last few Mission Impossible movies, she was the oh. big female lead in it. Okay. Yeah, she's she's really good. She does she does action movies really well. And she's got a couple of scenes. Uh, they they didn't they didn't uh, how do I put this? They didn't uh, mess us up or uh, let us down on the sandworms. Let me just tell you that. Oh, fantastic. So she's it. So Rebecca's in it too. Yeah, she's the mom. Oh, she's the mom. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a picture up now. Oh yeah, Swedish actress. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's been in. Yeah, she was the um, the protagonist across from Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible yes. movies. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got yeah, it. She's good. She's good in this movie too. And the the director, I was wondering if he's going to be able to pull it off. He did. I mean, it's really <laughs> it's really good. 
I mean, you you get, when you get to Arrakis and you get to that desert planet, it you know it's really cool. They 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 reconstructed that well on the film. Good stuff. Good stuff. Go see it. You'll like it. Did you go see the Bond movie yet? Oh, I did. I did. Steinbuck and I went and saw it at the uh, the IMAX. Okay, I so tell you, let me stop the right there. Don't 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 give away the the twist at the oh, end. I won't. Okay. Oh, I can't. I won't. Did they catch you off it's guard? So good. Oh, completely. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm stunned. Yeah, yeah. Kind of interesting. Kind of interesting the way it ended. I I liked the movie though. I thought it was very well done. In fact, I think oh, yeah, probably the most uh, most acting that uh, Daniel Craig had to do. You know, good stuff. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, I really really did. Okay, so tell me, he hasn't he hasn't walked in the studio yet. Yeah. Did Steinbach like it? Yes, he did. Oh, yes, okay. He did. he did push. He did poke a few holes in it, though. He's like, "What about this? What about that?" I was like, "Oh, I didn't think about that." Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> There's going to be holes with the whole Bond myth- mythology because there's been so many of the Bond movies now. Okay, so right. serious stuff here. Uh, a year ago, to move some cargo from, let's say, over in uh, Asia to the United States cost about $3,800 per container. So add you add up all of those containers you see on those big ships, that's a lot of money. But $3,800. Now with inflation, how much do you think it costs to move one of those containers across the ocean? Golly, is it doubled, tripled? Yeah, how about $17,800? Per container? Per container. From three, oh my gosh, we from, got a problem. Yeah, so what, from four percent to seventeen thousand dollars, or from four thousand to seventeen thousand dollars, unbelievable. Now, are we talking some kind of um, artificial demand or artificial? Uh, um, um, yeah, what's going on? Is, it, is the market being manipulated here? Where's this coming from? That's coming from not enough workers and inflation. That's what it's coming from. Wow. That's, well, that's where it's not coming good. from. It's gonna, all that's going to trickle on, trickle on over to, towards inflation, increased gas prices. Yep. This is not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. It. Uh, what worries, what worries me, Dave, about that is the small businesses that are selling product, they're not going to be able to get product. That's right. Sell. That's exactly right. Um, wow, I need. To, I'm going to do some research on that, Dave. That's a uh, that's a huge. That's a huge spike. I mean, but well, our America's reliance on foreign manufacturing. We've, we've talked about that before. We've got to change some of that. Well, we not some a lot. I mean, we've got to get you know making this stuff back into the United States, and if not into the United States proper, you know, at least into Mexico and in uh, Canada. You know, into, 100%. into those, into those two. So uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, did you did you read that story that I sent you about uh, McCutcheon, about Joey? 
Oh, no, I missed that one. I, I read the other ones on the vaccine mandates. I'll, I'll pull that up. Yeah, take a look at that one. Big story uh, put uh, coming together about uh, FOIA. And I'm sure that uh, we'll hear something from, uh, of course, uh, Rob about that. We'll also hear from Rob about him calling out the head of the uh, law school for being anti-Semitic. So we'll talk. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about that as well. All right, let me get a break in, and then we'll come back. Hopefully Rob will be here. He is on his way. He texted me, said he's on his way, and that you were going to be on by phone. So uh, you're up there ready to do a wedding. What time's the wedding? Is it tonight, this afternoon, or what time? You know what? I, I told you it was today. It's actually on Sunday afternoon. So we came up a little early. Oh, okay. Came up to kind of hang out up there. You going to the art museum and stuff while you're up there? Oh yeah, I tried to get some time on the little the golf course up here. The uh, I forget the name. You just stand. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to walk anywhere. You just take your club and and shoot your your ball into a hole out there in the field. They call it Top Golf. <laughs> um, oh my god. That sounds yeah, like something you'd you. like. Something doesn't inc- incorporate <laughs> any kind of exercise at all. All right. That's right. You, you hold on. I'll be back with you in just a moment. Don't forget about East End Towing. Uh, they are ready to help you if uh, you need their help. All right. Because no matter the situation, East End Towing knows what to do. I mean, they know what to do if your car breaks down. They know what to do if your car breaks down and you're pulling your boat or you're pulling your camper. They can help you on all of that. Uh, they will listen to you and take your car or your your camper or whatever it is that you're having towed to exactly the place that you want it taken to so uh, it can be worked on. Easton Towing, easy to get a hold of them, 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849, Easton Towing. All right, back with you. Again, uh, Robert Steinbach will be here any moment. Uh, Chris Corbett is with us. He's up in uh, the Rogers area. Did you get a chance to uh, take a look at those uh, uh, stories about Joey McCutcheon? Oh, my gosh. That's a storm on the horizon coming in hard and fast. And these officials, uh, apparently if they're hiding this stuff or have deleted stuff, then, yeah, there could be some criminal there could be some criminal violations of the freedom of information request, Dave. And and um, I've actually defended the only criminal allegations in court here in Arkansas. Now, we did get our client acquitted of that, but this, these allegations that um, McCutcheon is investigating through the use of um, the freedom of information, he's investigating what's going on. Apparently, some young men, young boys in junior high are being uh, sexually abused up there. Uh, I don't know how, remember the school there, but it, is, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it's up there in uh, northwest Arkansas. Uh, it's okay. the Huntsville School District. And, Huntsville and, School District. Yeah, yeah, it looks they, like it, it's gone a little further than just some horseplay with uh, boys in a locker room. It looks like it's gone a little more like, ha- like hazing. Sounds yep. like hazing. Yeah, and it, it's, it, it's sexual assault is what it is. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah, it's not uh, it's not good. Uh, McCutcheon said he was say, taken aback by a push to seal information in the case. 
quote, they want to make that the, that the issue, not that they have had multiple FOIA violations and that they've had children in the school district sexually assaulted multiple times. And they didn't want to, they, they, they were trying to cover it up is what they were trying to do. Trying to cover it up is what it looks like to me. Um, I mean, that's about the only way that you can see it. Could be, and it could be criminal. The cover-up could be criminal. Yes, it could be. Absolutely. Absolutely. This reminds me, I forget where this happened, uh, about the father who brought charges against the school district. You may have been reading about this as well. Uh, his daughter uh, was allegedly raped in the, the restroom of the school by a transgendered student. Oh, man. No, All right. What state did this happen in? This happened in Arkansas? No, it wasn't in Arkansas. Oh, okay. I forget. Okay. I forget. It, it seems to me it was like over in Pennsylvania or someplace like that. And anyway, he uh, the school district covered it up because, you know, that's oh. that's the thing that they've always said. It had never happened. It's never exactly. going to happen. A transgender student would never attack uh, the the student of the real opposite sex. And this boy who was identifying as a girl uh, attacked this young lady. And then we found out that he had been moved to this school because he had done the same thing at another school. So he's just straight up a predator. He's just a predator. Yeah, he is. And, and they got some real wow. problems now. I mean... Uh, real problems. This is the kind of stuff we're talking about. What happens if blah, 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 and uh, now it's not blah, blah, blah anymore. Now it's actual. Well, that's the problem when you let these 1% or 2% of the population come in and start dictating everything for the whole nation. It's just not proper. It's it's a it, 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 that's a violation of the law, as far as I'm concerned. You know, to to do some of that, what they're doing, and look, there's consequences. Now we're we're reaping the consequences of these outrageous policies by these liberal bureaucrats trying to you know accommodate a small portion of the population. Well, what what bothers me is that you have a very small group of people that are. Be, being given more rights than the majority and that is yeah, not the way so see we've gone back again you remember when dirty harry came out right i mean oh, i got a i got a stand yeah. up of clint eastwood that movie came out because american people were tired of criminals getting more rights in court than the victims did and uh, they dealt with it in that movie. And it was a huge, huge moneymaker because people believed exactly that. That if you were a victim, you were, you know, you, you, had, you had problems. You have serious problems. And, uh, and, and things changed because of that. Because of those, uh, uh, those moves in, the, in that movie and and things of that nature. We're going to have the same thing happen now. The same thing is going to happen all over again. It's interesting to put those movies in context with what was going on to society. I didn't didn't know that. When did those come out? In the 70s? Late. Early 80s? Yeah. 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 In the 70s is when it came out. And, 
you know, and Clint Eastwood, when he did them, said he did it because he felt the same way as his uh, the movie going public felt. There's a famous case, uh, not not criminal. Uh, take a break. Okay. No, no, I'm I'm not hearing. Oh. We got do we got him I on? Here we okay. Yeah, she's looking at. It. Now we got you. All right. There. there was a famous case where <clears throat> some guy had his house broken into a number of times, so he put up an electrified window guard, shall we say. And it killed the robber, the next robber. I don't know if it was the last robber, right. but the next one. And he got sued. Yeah. And he, was, oh, yeah. and he got prosecuted. And he was in the wrong. Uh-huh. You know, at some point, we've got to say, wait, the, we have a notion that your home is your castle. That doesn't mean you can bring people in and slaughter them. But if someone's breaking into your property and you put up an electrified fence and they get hurt, it's your fault? Yeah. It's just like if you electrify the door handles on your car. Right, because but, uh, it's been least, broken into right. several times, uh, you'll, you'll get in trouble. The, the robber will sue you. Uh, perhaps there's a, a slight distinction that someone could accidentally do so, but when you're breaking into a window of someone's house, there, that ain't no accident. I, I agree with you. Okay, let's take a break. We got uh, news coming up. When we come back, Chris is here, Robert's here. We got a lot of different things to talk about. And again, let me remind you, Dune is a great movie. Go see it. Just know it's only chapter one. All right, 25 minutes till seven. Big story in the uh, East Coast about this guy I know that shows up on my show every once in a while, Robert Steinbach. Who's that? Yeah, Robert Steinbach, because you have a, uh, a suit against... The Bowen School of Law now. I have a complaint. A complaint. I haven't filed okay. a lawsuit, but Explain you're right. what, what, what's going on. So it, it's really remarkable, Dave. I've worked here in Arkansas at the Bowen Law School for nearly 20 years. And for all of that time, I have never worked on the Jewish High Holy Days. For all of my life, right. I have never worked on the Jewish High Holy Days. When I went to school, I didn't work or go to school on the Jewish High Holy Days. So I come down here to Arkansas. And by the way, the average Arkansan that I meet, these are wonderful, friendly, God-loving people who uh, want to know about my religion and have respected wonderfully. So when you know you hear some people from the North say, oh, you know, you're going to go down there, be careful being a Jew. Not amongst the average Arkansan. Not a Christian Arkansan. Not a, right. And, and most Arkansans are good Christians. Yeah. Uh, but go over to higher education. By the way, this applies across the country. Go over to higher education. There are a bunch of atheists who think they run the world. They know all. And all of a sudden, the notion of respecting one's religion goes out the window. So I took off two days uh, to uh, honor my to observe my high holy days. During that time, I had a guest lecturer. Who was that guest lecturer? A federal judge. Now, you'd think, Dave, that the law school would like the notion of a federal judge coming in and teaching the students, also meeting the students, so that when the students, A, want a job, or B, practice in federal court, they'll have some relationship already with that judge. It's win, win, win. Right. So I get an email from the dean. Hey, you were gone these two days uh, from the classroom. You had a guest lecture. What's going on? Were you sick? Now, how could you not even know that the Jewish holidays were there? I'll tell you one way. We have uh, dramatically poor representation on the faculty of Jews. 
So we talk about diversity all the time, Dave. Not diversity of Jews. We don't need any more Jews. By the way, to be clear, particularly Jews who actually uh, observe the religion. Right. Right? That's that's the worst kind of Jew. You can be a Jew that says, well, I'm a Jew, but I don't observe the religion. Well, you can be an East Coast Jew. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, there are a lot of East Coast very I, orthodox, I but I take you. your meaning. You know, yeah. you can be a, a upper... You can be a liberal Jew. How there it is. There it is. Right? So I said, well, no, I wasn't sick. Uh, when I had this guest lecturer, I was observing the Jewish holidays as I've done for the last 20 years. So then it goes radio silent. Because she's got to figure out what to do. And then she says, oh, I just discovered that there's a form to fill out when you want to actually observe your religion. Really? Really? So paperwork. So I fill out the form and say, yeah. Okay, now let me start. Had you ever filled out any paperwork before? Not in 20 years. And every prior dean was aware that I had guest lecturers teaching my class during my absence for religious observance. Every single one of them. So I fill out the form and I say, uh, I will continue to observe my religion. And during those days, I'll use one of three methods, all three I've used in the past. One is I run all my classes a little bit long because I don't take breaks. So I could apply those minutes to a missed class. By the way, I usually apply them. Uh, meaning I, I run my classes long, irrespective if I have a guest lecturer. So students actually get more teaching than I'm obligated to provide. Uh, two, I could have a makeup class. And three, I could have a guest lecture. And for these Jewish high holidays, I believe I've always had a guest lecture. Okay, and they've never, ever come to you and said, you know, Robert, you should have an extra class. Never, because to suggest so would be absurd, particularly given that we have a rule written in the Bowen Law School's rules that say, guess what? If you if it's impracticable for a professor to hold class, he may, amongst other things, have a guest lecture. Okay. So she says to me, the dean, uh, no, Nick's on the guest lecture the same week. That she sends out an email, hey, somebody's class has a guest lecture if you want to go watch it. Wait, what? Wait, what? At the very same time that the dean herself is advertising the fact that someone else's class has a guest lecturer, she's telling me, a Jew, that I can't have a guest lecturer for my class when I observe my religion. And third... The school asked me to be a guest lecturer when another professor took off for non-religious reasons. Well, guess what, Dave? The First Amendment places religious observance above other reasons. So the fact is that I'm giving two separate examples of where a guest lecturer has lectured in another professor's class, and that's permissible, but when I want to do the same for religious observance, that is, First Amendment protected activity, they tell me no. On its face, they violated the Constitution. On its face. And now you wonder, Dave, why they don't want me and, <laughs> and, the, and, and the only law. other Jew in, uh, <laughs> who, who wants to teach con law in the school to teach con law? Because they will be faced with what? Two competing views of the Constitution. Their view, the wrong one. Right. And my one, my view, the one that respects the actual Constitution. There's a recent Supreme Court case that says exactly that. You can't put religious observance below what you treat other things. You have to put it above 
and they've done exactly the reverse. That's anti-Semitism. That's a violation of the United States as well as the Arkansas Constitution. Okay, so we'll find out, I'm sure. By the way, Robert is a law professor at the Bowen School of Law, and his opinions are his and his alone, not necessarily those of the uh, school or the uh, university. In fact, I can tell you it's not as you heard. (laughs) What, Dave? It's not the way that the school of law sees it. But here's what I'm asking. It seems like to me if the other two uh, professors could have, you know, special speakers or whatever, uh, you could do the same. But we know that you and a very, very small minority of professors at the Bone School of Law are conservatives. And you guys fight this all the time. Is it really about Judaism or is it about conservatism? Well, what uh, what I can tell you is that in this situation, explicitly, what, the basis for my leave was my Judaism. Right. And she turned it down. And it's the same dean that turned down the two Jews that asked to teach con law. This looks like a pattern to me, Dave. Uh-oh. The previous dean, Mike Schwartz, who was who is a Jew, told me about my Sabbath observance. You will never be required to work on the Sabbath. But fast forward now, here you have a dean that, first of all, why were you absent? You don't even know about the Jewish observance. Then I tell you about the Jewish observance. You spend three days trying to find some bureaucratic reason to interfere with my observance. Then I fill out the form, and you deny me the right that is extended to everybody else. That sounds like religious discrimination yep, to me. it does. Okay, And it gets even better, Dave. Uh, two days ago or so, I got an email from the Human Resources Department that said, well, we are at least granting you two of the three. And then yesterday I got an email saying, oh, if you don't sign agreeing that you'll get only those two or th- uh, of the three, the third being the guest lecturer, of course, mm-hmm. then you have no accommodation. In other words, they're trying to blackmail me into giving up my constitutional rights so that they don't have a lawsuit on their hands. Violation number two, that's called retaliation. These people are stumbling over their own feet. They don't know what they're doing. What do you want to say, Chris? I know you're sitting there listening to it. I I am listening to him. And and, and when you try to make the law say something it doesn't say, then this is what you get. You get absurd, irrational decisions and... It makes them look stupid, and I, I've told I, I, we're just fighting it every day, Dave. We can't we can't fix stupid, but we can set a hearing for it. And that's what that's what Chris has done in three lawsuits, by the way. He has three lawsuits to fix stupid. One against the city that refuses to allow Chris to carry his gun pursuant to the law in City Hall. One against the county that. Uh, um, refuses to allow Chris to carry his gun in the courthouse pursuant to law, and one against Game and Fish that claims it's the independent Soviet Republic of Game and Fish uh, to to allow Chris to carry his gun in the uh, office at the gun range. By the way, they say, it's not an office. It's a range house, not an office. Wait, so what is it, a banana? Uh, It's a range house. and Does it have a large screen TV set that we can watch the hogs on? It ain't a house. You can call it whatever you want. I go in there. I rent equipment and pay your fees. That's what we call an office, baby. That's right. Absolutely right. So this is this microcosm here. 
is just a it's just a uh, it's a predictor it's a predictor of the future if you don't stand up and start doing something about the rights about your rights you have and this little guy that came out and said don't sweat the small stuff he's absolutely wrong if you don't if you're not if we're not sweating the small stuff it leaks over into bigger stuff like forcing you to take a vaccine, forcing you to carry around a card showing you're vaccinated, um, uh, hurting professors through um, denial of their constitutional rights where they're trying to teach um, our young minds here up and coming. And it's outrageous, this, this liberal thought that has permeated our universities, our high schools. It's just outrageous. And so when we, have the next, day, when we have the next election for state Senate and Chris runs for state Senate up there in Faulkner County, you can vote for Chris, who's going to vote, uh, who's going to fight for your rights. Or you can vote for the other guy who didn't even show up to vote when he had bills to vote on. He was a no show. He's AWOL, baby. You can vote for AWOL or you can vote for Chris Corbett. You tell me what you think is better. All right. We've got uh, 14 minutes to seven. Let's get a break in. Then we'll come back and we'll continue our conversation. And, and since uh, Chris said vaccine mandate, those are two, those are two fighting words anymore. Uh, let's talk about what has the Supreme Court said about this whole thing about vaccine mandates. If you are a person who doesn't want to take the shot and your company has a vaccine mandate, it's not good for you. We'll talk about it when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about PI Roofing. PI Roofing is like a uh, vaccination for your roof. How do you like that? Is that pretty good, Heidi? That was a nice little bridge there. Uh, they get out to your house. Uh, they will walk on your roof, and they'll find problems that you don't even know you might have. And it's not made-up problems. It's real problems that you have. You may have a leak somewhere. You just haven't seen it yet, and it's making its way, and it's dripping somewhere, and maybe it's just gotten to the point where it's gotten in your house, and it's starting to uh, drip down on your, um, you know, uh, insulation, and after it gets through that insulation, that insulation lays right against your drywall, and then it starts getting your drywall wet, and it starts destroying it. And it's going to cost you a lot of money to fix the roof. Well, fix the shingles, fix the felt, fix the plywood, fix the insulation, then fix the drywall. All that's got to be fixed. Now, PI Roofing uh, can fix it for you, but wouldn't it be better to not have to fix it because you found the leak early? Call PI Roofing, 707-3551. Nobody has worked on my roof except PI Roofing. They are the professionals here in central Arkansas to deal with your roof problems. 707-3551 or piroofing.com. All right, back with you. I didn't, you weren't here when I made this mention to uh, Chris. I was talking about the containers that they bring over on the ships with the stuff in it. Last year, to ship a container like that on one of the those big boats was about $3,800. You know how much it is now, one year later? $17,800. It's amazing, isn't it? Well, It's the, called inflation. It's called Biden inflation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, so you, everybody heard what Biden said yesterday. Uh, he said that the people who would not get inoculated should be fired. That's what he said. His words, not mine, should be fired. He uh, also uh, went on to talk about, said he couldn't get down to the southern border because he was just too busy. That was another thing that he said. It was just crazy. The man, you know, they'll always tell you that if you want to stop the hole that you're in, stop digging. He doesn't stop digging. He, he In fact, what he does, ask for a bigger shovel, typically. That's the way he does things. Well, he's lucky he even knows where he, where he is, and most of the time he does not. No, well, you're right about that. He, I haven't heard him say this, but I'm, I have to think that when he shows up, he says, where's my oatmeal? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, just, just saying. I'm, I'm, he's, he's, That's rough, Dave. I, well, some of his old videos where he's sharp, you know, questioning folks in some of those congressional hearings. He's lost it. He doesn't have that that sharpness. You can just see it in his face when he's talking. Yeah. All right. So there's trouble in River City, Chris. Let me bring this up to you. This is from the New York Times. This is dealing with Indiana University. The Supreme Court heard your case uh, and uh, not good for them. Let me go back here and. Get the story here. The Supreme Court allowed Indiana University uh, to uh, continue uh, to tell their students that they cannot come uh, to school unless they've been vaccinated. Some students uh, challenged that in court. It failed in every step up the, the legal channels, and then it got to the Supreme Court and they ruled against the students saying they must get the vaccination if that's what the university said they needed to do. So uh, that is uh, not good for people who who think that uh, somehow that's it's going to protect you, you know, and, and, it, and it's that the Constitution protects you on that. Let me just read here. It says... Uh, When the U.S. Supreme Court responded for the first time to a case testing the legality of COVID-19 vaccine mandates, it didn't go as the anti-mandate camp would have liked. On August 12th, Justice Amy Coney Barrett decided not to block Indiana University from making vaccination a condition of attendance this fall, uh, dashing the hopes of a group of eight students who had brought an emergency petition before the court and there's been now two other cases in front of the supreme court and the same results that would tell me that if you're hoping to win in court you're going to be tough well that's why bob ballinger wrote a very good bill that failed to pass for two reasons one the handful of democrats that we still have in the legislature but two let's be clear equally the the greater two handfuls of rhinos that we have in the legislature. The rhinos killed Bob Ballinger's good bill, which was, it was somewhat um, comically said, don't ask, don't tell. I say comically because the point was, hey, liberals, meaning rhinos and Democrats, you were the ones who started this notion of don't ask, don't tell. Why does it only apply to uh, what you do in the bedroom? Why doesn't it also apply what you do at the doctor's office? 
That's the, and of course, the rhinos killed it. That's why uh, I hate to keep going back to it. You want to vote for a rhino, vote for Chris's opponent. You want to vote for a conservative, vote for Chris. All right. So the other case that came out uh, yesterday was um, the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, Stephen Breyer on Tuesday turned away a religious challenge to a requirement that healthcare workers in Maine be vaccinated against COVID-19, the latest such bid rejected by the nation's top judicial body. Sound, and they're all using, you remember this, Chris, I brought this up several weeks ago, that case back yeah. from 1905 and uh, the, that happened in New Hampshire, and that is what they're, they're uh, you know, basing their decisions on. Yeah, I remember we talked about that case. Yeah, this is it's just a uh, these liberal judges are are going to use that. They're going to hang their hat on it. Now there's a little rub between a private company and a government mandating it, right? You got the government mandating something, then you have a private company mandating something. But that's where what comes into play here is passing a new law to say that you can't coerce somebody through a private company or a private corporation to get vaccinated. But Chris, so, but Chris, uh, 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 we're going to break, but don't you remember that Tyson said their team made the decision for yeah, you? Yeah, the team. <laughs> I was just going to say the word team. I was trying to work the word team in there. We're a team here. We're a team. Yeah, right. So there's going to be more about this as we go along. There's going to be more of these cases, and somewhere along the line, the Supreme Court is going to have to come up with a rock-solid decision. Isn't that uh, we got we got 20, 30 seconds. You think that's what is yeah. going to have to happen? Well, or we have good legislation like that written by Bob Ballinger. You don't need this, right. you don't need the constitution if you have a law, a statute. All right. There you go. That's what's good. That's what we're talking about, Dave. You bet. All right. Let's come back. We'll talk more about this particular issue as we return on the uh, the Dave Ellswick show. We got news for you, and then we'll be back. And uh, we've got another half hour uh, with Robert and with Chris, and then uh, Matt Smith will join us, and we'll talk a little bit between the two of us about uh, Dune. And uh, it's a great movie. You should go see it on the big screen. You watch it on TV, but I'm just telling you, it overwhelms you on the big screen. It's 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 really amazing. All right, a break, and then we got more for you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. with you moving to the seven o'clock hour on a friday tomorrow remember if you come into little rock traffic is going to be snarled over towards uh the war memorial stadium because that's where the uh hogs are going to be playing against uapb i don't expect it to be much of a game but everybody will be there 
to do some uh, tailgating, to say the least. They'll be tailgating their tails off is what they'll be doing. So um, I know a lot of my friends are going to go do that. I've outgrown that stuff, be honest with you. I, I get a kick out of the people that go tailgating. Now, don't get mad at me, all right, because I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm not faulting you. I'm just, I just don't understand why you don't go in and see the game. You, see, you sit out there where you tailgate and watch it on TV. As far as I'm concerned, if that's what you're going to do, stay home and be more comfortable. This is my thought about it. But anyway, I mean, instead of being hanging out with 52,000 of your closest friends. I don't, what do you think, Chris, about that? Oh, I got to go into the game, man. I like the food. I like the camaraderie. I like the I like the tailgating, but I like to go into the game. Yeah, I agree. of course. I'm not going to bring a generator and put up a TV in a tent out in the field. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm going in to watch the game. All right, good. I'm glad to hear that you do that. How about you, Steinbach? You don't care about football all that much. That's the one with the funny-shaped ball? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oblong. It's oblong. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I just, I just never have understood that. You know, I like to go into the game. I, I, I usually will have tickets and go in. But I'm also going to be honest with you. I don't want to spend my good money on a couple of tickets to go watch, you know, uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks play the junior varsity. I mean, seriously, we're talking UAPB. Oh, we're talking UAPB here. Yeah it, yeah, it shouldn't even be close. Shouldn't. Now you play the game because somebody might get hot or something, but it shouldn't even be close. They should get back on the winning track this weekend. There at uh, War Memorial and start getting ready for who's next? Mississippi. I think it's Old Miss. Who's next? Or maybe it's State. We already lost Old Miss. Yeah, so it'd be. Yeah, Mississippi State, I think, maybe is next. The only, to be honest, of all the rest, rest of the season, we should be very, very um, competitive with every team except for Alabama. You know, because we don't play Alabama at home. We're playing Alabama uh, in Tuscaloosa. That's a tough place to play and even tougher to play and win at. So, anyway... Uh, that's kind of the way I see the rest of the season. We should beat Missouri. I believe we'll do, we'll do that. I think we should have won last week, but I think the team petered out. I saw that uh, Pittman made the statement that they just weren't deep enough. And what he's talking about, they maybe they got a first string and a second string where Alabama has a third and a fourth string. <laughs> And they're all really, really good. You know what I'm saying? So they can just wear you down. That's just the way it works. But anyway, now it's going to be a good weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Be fun. I don't know if there's any big games this weekend or not. I hadn't been watching. Dodgers won last night, so they're uh, they're they're still alive. That's the one with the small ball. Yeah, the little hard ball. Yeah, that they hit you with it and break your jaw. <laughs> Uh, you 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 got uh, you're going to be out there in uh, in Atlanta now for the last two games. I I just don't think the Dodgers can pull it off. I wish they would, just for my son-in-law. He is like he's with the Dodgers, like I'm with the Cubs. I bleed Cubby, you know, you know, colors, and he bleeds blue and white with the Dodgers. And to be honest with you, 
they got one of the most formidable teams out there. They just haven't done well now in this series. That's what's good about a seven-game series. It's good. It's really good. Anyway, looks like looks like Atlanta. It could be Atlanta and Houston playing each other, which is kind of a weird thing because Houston's in the American League now. They used to be in the National League. And so now they're in the American League. So you get, I can kind of look at it as a bastardized National League team playing over in the American League. And then you got to ask yourself, will they cheat again? No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. If they start beating on the trash cans, you know they're cheating again. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling you. All right, let me move on. What do you think about Joey McCutcheon and this deal that he's got going on out there? And uh, uh, he's been really active with FOIA out in Northwest uh, Arkansas. He's got this school that's been covering up some. Uh, They've been breaking the law, Dave. They've been breaking the law. Well, there's uh, been a sexual a sexual assault. Assault. There've been rapes going on up there in the high school. Uh, it's I a junior that, high. Junior high school, uh, and uh, it's it's. The school was covering it up, and Joey uh, is making FOIA requests, and he is referring the failure to comply with the FOIA to the prosecutor, and if there's a lawsuit, I'm going to join him. I'm going to be uh, co-counsel with him, as I was co-counsel with him when we sued the Fayetteville School District when they didn't turn over the records on how they were using critical race theory to indoctrinate the students. We sued him. We won. And the judge awarded us attorney's fees. And that's what we're going to go do. That's what Chris and I are doing as well. We're going around the state and we're enforcing the laws that are on the books because the legislature writes the laws as they should. But then these leftist localities ignore them. And by leftist localities, I include City of Little Rock. I include Pulaski County and I include Arkansas Game and Fish. It's a leftist organization that is disobeying the law. So I'm going to be working with Joey if, if we wind up suing uh, uh, for this criminal Well, violation. I'm going to tell you what. What these kids were doing to each other yeah. was disgusting. That's rape. I call it rape. I mean, it really yeah. is disgusting. Yeah. Not going to get into it. Read the story. That's right. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the uh, sexual acts that were involved. Yeah. Uh, penetration was not involved, That's but right. but it, it, I'm just telling you, I want to know how the coaches allowed it to happen. Of course, of course, and 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 how is it that this happens all this time and no one's aware of it? Who's turning a blind eye? At best, exactly. They, that's where you're on it, Rob, right, right there. And then what do we? What kind of tools do we have to get down? to find out what the government's doing, we have FOIA. With transparency in government, they get to hide this stuff. And you know what? It's against the law. Now, it's going to be up to the prosecutor to prosecute this stuff. As you well know, uh, Rob, I've defended one of the only criminal jury trials um, for the violation of FOIA. It's an uphill battle. We, we got our client acquitted of a, of a criminal violation of FOIA, it's basically a negligent standard. But here, I think we've got some intentional acts of covering up what the government's doing up there in Fort Smith. Yeah, and look, boys will be boys does not cover this. I'm just telling you, this is is disgusting actions that were going on. This is not boys will just be boys. I can tell you, I'm a boy. And I played sports from the time 
I was in elementary school all the way to the time I was in college. And I can tell you, nobody tried to do that to me because if they did, I'd made I would have gelded them right then. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> awful behavior. Right. I don't understand what kind of environment allows this to happen. I agree. I agree. The well, coaches have got to be looked at here. That's right. You got to shine the light on it. And let the rat, the rat scurry. Right. Yeah. And um, there's going to be some. There's going to be some big time fallout um, of this. And rightly so. I'm just yeah. telling, rightly so, that there should be fallout on, on this whole thing. Well, you send your kids to school. You let them participate in these uh, extracurricular activities. And the parents have an expectation that these administrators and teachers are protecting them, when they're and they're not. Basically, they're not. And then when you come poking around trying to find out what's going on, they're hiding. And they're hiding documents. They're hiding their communications. Well, Joe McCutcheon is going to figure it out, and he's going to he's going to shine the light on him up there. Yeah, I don't know if it was the superintendent or the principal. It was one of them that sent out an email that said, "This is going to cause some problems in the future." You think? I mean, yeah. you know, he, he even insights. admitted that yeah. we got we got a problem. And as I when I sent this story to you guys, I said we got a problem in River City, and it doesn't. It's not, uh, you know, capital P, and that rhymes with pool. I mean, that's not what it was. I'm just saying it right. was. Yeah, you got to look. You got to be up to on culture when you listen to the Ellswick show. I'm talking about the music, man. <laughs> anyway. A culture from 30 years ago, yeah, 40 still, years ago. <laughs> it's still being performed on Broadway. So what can I say? It's still out there. People, I get my culture from love yogurt. It. People love it. You get what? My culture from yogurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true, too. Yeah. All right. But anyway, uh, I mean, what do you do on something like this? I mean, does, I mean, Joey's going to assume you're going to probably be co-counsel or whatever. What do you call people in or do you do you get do you get copies of all the emails? And they've got at that point, they better present them or they're going to be found in contempt. Correct. Well, indeed. But you do, as I mentioned a moment ago, what Chris has been doing. You start filing lawsuits. You start yeah. protecting the citizens of Arkansas as a private attorney. And that's what Chris does. Much of Chris's practice is protecting Arkansans. It's not about making money at all. Chris loses money on these cases. Yeah. Well, and bottom line is these kids need to be protected. Exactly. Because I'm going to tell you what. That's the ones. There's a lot, there's a lot of pressure on those kids not to say anything. It really is. You say anything. What are you going to tell your friends? You you let us do X, Y, or Z. I'm just telling you, a lot of pressure there. All right. We'll yeah. come back. We'll finish up our uh, time with Robert and with Chris uh, when we return after this break. Don't forget about my friends over at David Lucas Financial. Are you concerned about out-of-control government spending, soaring inflation? I just told you about just shipping items right now in the last year one of those big containers was $3,800 to ship last year. It's $17,000 now this year. Uh, a gallon of gas has gone up a dollar a gallon. Uh, there's political unrest and a rapid decline in the U.S. dollar. That's why millions of Americans invest in silver and gold to protect their nest eggs. Don't let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement, by the way. Congressman French Hill yesterday said, Dave, you may have been right about saying stagflation was coming back. I mean, all of the 
the ingredients for that are are out there now. Uh, learn how silver and gold can help you protect your assets, IRA, 401k, and hard-earned savings by calling 501-222-3315. The folks at David Lucas Financial work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, you call them, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, let's continue on, guys, uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. There's going to be a a fight over these maps. Uh, wait a second. There was something I wanted to bring up about the governor uh, that he stated the other day. Hold on. Let me pull it up here. Um, where is it? And it was about, this was about mandates as well. And uh, I got to pull it up. Sorry, guys. I should have gotten this while we were on break and I didn't. All right, where is it? I sent it to you. Texted it to us, Dave. I got it. Okay, here. go ahead. It's saying you got a quote here. Um, Hutchinson said, "I think, as I've articulated in the case here in Pulaski County, it's important for local school districts to have the flexibility in terms of public health and protecting their students, and that's a position I support, particularly whenever children under twelve cannot be vaccinated hutchinson said yeah now this is in response to the uh the judge up in northwest arkansas that shot down their mask mandate and he did not agree with the judge is what he said that's right all right but he agreed with a mask tim, mandate leftist tim fox here in Pulaski county yes that's exactly right okay. yeah that's, that's right. what he did just, he agreed asking, with it i'm just asking questions Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. And it's a legitimate question. This is what he did. So, you know, I don't know what the governor has planned for his future. <laughs> but I'm I'm thinking that it doesn't include another office in Arkansas. Because <laughs> if he if he runs for another office again in this state, he's got a whole lot of baggage that he's going to have to do some splaining on. You know, Ricky Ricardo would be saying, Governor, you have some splaining to do. And uh, that's, you know, and he's not doing a real good job of it. It's funny. I like Asa as a person. It's the same way as I like Mike Huckabee as a person. But when we talk politics, for some reason, our wires all get crossed. All right. And there's shorts that go on because of that because for mike huckabee it happened to be he fought against getting rid of the food tax he tried to give illegal uh, aliens uh, free college all of that kind of stuff okay and now right. now with uh, governor uh, hutchinson uh you know he got a little taste of big time power and he wanted more well i mean dave here's what i don't understand now, I'm not a politician, right? But if you're giving more power to the government, that's not a good thing. And and I don't understand that. You know, I've got I'm running for state senate, and I've got opponents. 
that are voting to give the government more power. When you in, when you infringe on a state's citizens' rights, you've got to stop and say, "Whoa, that, that's not. That's, I'm not for that." You're taking power away from the citizen, and you're giving it to the government. It's not a good thing. Well, let me tell you what the biggest defeat that we had in this last session was not, you know, Ballinger's uh, bill on, uh, you know, the the COVID and inoculations. It was in the sovereignty bill, not passing the way that it was written from the very beginning. And this soft, flabby, has no teeth bill that I think that Walmart was seriously behind that got passed instead. And then Walmart comes out with a statement right after it passes as, oh, that's a good start. <laughs> you know, uh, and that's when I said, what's that guy's name? Million or something? Is that his name? The guy that uh, is the big wig up there at Walmart. And I said, you know what? If you want to do legislation, put your own money up and run for office. That's right. And see if you can get it passed in the state legislator, the legislature. Now, it was like when the Tyson's guy and the chamber guy got up there and said, well, we can do whatever we want. Unless the legislature says otherwise. Yeah, unless they pass the law. That's the, that's the way it, that, it, that it works. And, I, and for the life of me. I've never seen so many corporations become, you know, lefties now. It's amazing, isn't it? It used to be they were they were to the right because they believed in freedom and they believed that they they wanted to make a decent profit. Right now, that's not the case. Right? Yeah, I I don't get them. I really don't. I guess they went through the. What we've gotten to now is that the people that are at the top have all been educated. Uh, in the uh, colleges of America where the leftists have uh, brainwashed them. Dave, I'm sorry, what word did you use? Did you mean indoctrinated? Yeah, indoctrinated. indoctrinated? <laughs> yeah. CRT and that kind of thing? Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. It really is. And it's, and it, it, it's a fight that we're going to be fighting. I'll be dead and gone. I'll be, look, they'll be throwing dirt in my face before this is all over with. Wait, and it, people just got to fight it. Uh, Dave, my school... Literally had a meeting a couple weeks back in which we were talking about the importance of cultural competency. And then a week or so later. What the heck is that? Yeah. Uh, well, well, here's the question. Here's the bigger question, Chris. Cultural competency. And a week later uh, or so, the dean tells me that I can't have a, a guest lecture when I take off religious observance. So which culture are we being competent in? Leftist culture? Not oh, religious yes. culture? Not recognizing, not recognizing the rights of Jews, not recognizing the rights, by the way, found in the First Amendment, of people who believe in God. Well, it's like up in Maine, where they're the other place where the mandate continues. And they took away their uh, religious exemptions. Well, when you're a lefty, a religious exemption is like a, a, a balloon exemption. There's no such thing, because there's no such thing as God to the lefties, and there's no such thing as religion to the lefties. And so they, they if you ask them, what's the First Amendment say? They say free speech. Wait, what? All right, let's take a break. Yeah. I'll let you guys get out of here. Robert Steinbach, we thank you for coming in. Chris Corbett, enjoy doing thank that you. service on Sunday. Wish the bride and groom the best for me. 
hey, this is a great place you need to go to if you're looking for jewelry. All right, it's located at 3000 Cavanaugh. Suite E opens up at 10 a.m. And Eric is there, the jeweler, who is, uh, you know, he can fix anything that you need fixed. But on top of that, he's an artisan. He can design jewelry uh, going by your specifications. He's got a computer where they can lay out the ring or necklace or bracelet that you're looking to have so that it looks exactly like you want. You can pick the stones or the natural stones that you want to use. I mean, he's got rubies and emeralds and diamonds. He's got all, you know, amethyst. He's got all of the different uh, stones there at uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. And he'll use those uh, with the guidance you give him to make a unique, beautiful piece of jewelry. Now, if you want it done by Christmas, you need to get over and talk to him. You need to get over and work with him and get this design all set up so we can get you on the computer and and get it all uh, set up and pick out the stones that you want because it's not like you make a beautiful piece of jewelry uh, in a couple hours. And uh, you can give him a call if you like, make a time that you want to go over and sit down with him at 501-246-3655. 501-246-3655. And remember, uh, he opens up. He's closed Sunday, but he's open every other day. He starts at 10 a.m. I think he goes to like uh, 6 o'clock uh, during the, the regular week and then on Saturday night goes up to like around uh four o'clock i can look at that that's exactly right i got that exactly right that's hillcrest designer jewelry all right so uh i started off the show talking about dune here before i get matt on matt is ready to go he's standing in the wings ready to talk about this and i'm going to say something that i know he is going to agree with me 110 percent And that is, this is a movie, I understand, that you can watch it on your 65-inch big screen TV on HBO Max. But I'm just going to tell you, you're going to lose so much of watching that movie that way and not going to a movie theater and sitting down in front of a huge screen with Dolby Sound that's all around you and just immerses you in this alien world called dune it is look i've read the book multiple times i'm reading it again i'm i started reading it again to remind me about some of the plot points and things and i'm glad i did because i it helped me last night on a couple of things in the movie but man it just blew my mind Now, if you like Star Wars, you're going to like Dune because there's no doubt that Lucas stole a lot of ideas from Dune and he put it in Star Wars. There's just no doubt about it as you watch that movie. So, uh, Robert, I give it an A+. I thought it was a fantastic piece of uh, cinema. Uh, I forgot to tell my wife that it was part one. She was not happy with me when it ended up. (laughs) where it ended but uh i told her i said well it's no different than the first star wars movies you had star wars and then 
you know, Empire Strikes Back and, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi and all of those. I mean, they just continued the story. They they left you at a cliffhanger, and that's what they do with Dune. It, you, you've watched it, I know. It's a great movie. Fantastic. And uh, no doubt in my mind, part two will be quickly done and got back on the big screen. You there? Yeah, man, I'm with you. I, I think you're the only human being alive that mentions HBO Max. I mean, you're the last one well, uh, out there. I know? don't know I, why anybody would movie. want to watch a movie like that on a television. Nobody mentions it. I mean, even nobody in Hollywood. I think that uh, after everybody got fired from their job and, you know, they're gushing out billions of dollars like a stuck hog at the slaughterhouse, nobody wants to talk about that massive mistake anymore. Yeah, it was definitely that. Unbelievable, huh? It was definitely that. I mean, oh yeah, they gutted a couple of board members and dropped them in the ditch. They fired the CEO. <laughs> they sold the studio. I mean, it's just. Uh, are you are you sure? Are you sure that they just didn't get their COVID vaccination? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not so sure they didn't just you know shoot them and throw them in the dumpster out back. I mean, I've never I've never understood being that stupid. I've never understood hating money. It's yeah, like, it's like that guy hated money. I, I don't know. I, I guess, I, I, and then he actually, you know, went to business school. He had no excuse. It wasn't like he was a politician. Yeah, you know, um, weird, totally well, weird. A totally lot crazy. of people have been coming out now and talking about it. Uh, of course, the Johansson, uh, uh, you know, a legal uh, fight has been rectified. She's gotten millions upon millions of dollars back because. Uh, that she said she lost because they put it on HBO Max. And Dennis, uh, who did this movie, and uh, I'm trying to think of the gentleman who did all the Batman movies, that uh, he's he stood out. He says he'll never make a movie that they put it on HBO Max uh, at the same time. Uh, there's a lot, and a lot of actors and actresses are coming out and talking about it as well. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's a bloodbath out there. Yeah, you know, I agree. And, uh, a lot, a lot of people have left them, and, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, Disney was stupid. They did a couple of those movies back in the spring and summer, but they haven't been doing it since. Yeah, and and um, i got to tell you, man, uh, it didn't hurt the James Bond movie to say at the theaters only or, uh, you know, Carnage at the movies, on, uh, at the big screen only. People just went. What do you mean hurt it? What do you, what do you, mean, what do you mean hurt it? I mean, it, it, it hurt. Uh, H-U-R-T. I mean, right, the only thing right, the only thing that hurts is, uh, you know, uh, showing something at home. That's what hurts it. I mean, that's that that's that's you know, that's like saying I want to go broke. I hate money. That's like just piling <laughs> up some cash in the parking lot and setting it on fire. It's some of the stupid stuff I've ever heard. I mean, it's you know, it's like give away your product. You know, I mean, are y'all doing free ads up there? Because if y'all are doing free ads, you know, right? I mean, like giving away your product, right? Yep, I it's agree. Insane. I mean, are you working for free today? You yeah, know, I, I mean, it's insane. It's just, it's just insane. And I mean, I actually love reading about all these people losing their jobs. You know, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do with the COVID mandate. You're right. Yeah, I got you. Oh, so man. you know that it, it, it is. A fantastic movie. I like I said, no I doubt. gave it an A plus. No doubt. Um, I read the book. I here's the difference between this movie and Lynch's movie that he did back in the eighties. Lynch never could get a grip on the story really, and he filled it up with a bunch of superfluous stuff. 
and it didn't make any sense. This movie is following the book, and it makes perfect sense. Yes, I agree. You know, it's it's really it's it's really really good. But as you watch that movie, did you sit there and go, "Wow!" So that's where Lucas got that idea. <laughs> well, I, I think you can just walk in off the street and uh, watch the film. You know, as you were referring earlier, and love it. I mean, it's yes. a great sci-fi film. Star Wars is a great comparison. Yep, but. As with anything else, if you've read the book, you're familiar with the characters, you're familiar with the names, you're familiar with what's going on there. Um, uh, you know, you're better in tune to what's going on. You're 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 going in there with a frame of reference already. But now, if you walk in and watch it cold, you're going to still get a lot out of this film. Oh it's yeah, a standalone film. You don't need the book. I mean, it's all contained in there. I agree. They they did. It's probably one of the best scripts uh, that I've watched on the big screen that understood the the really important stuff that they needed to put on the big screen and not the minutia. I mean, he's got a lot of minutia in it, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it's there. But yeah. the the overriding ideas of what Herbert was saying in the book Dune is all there in its splendor. Definitely, definitely. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, oh, I really am. It was beyond enjoying I mean, I've been fired up ever since I heard they were going to make it again. And uh, because it... You know, it's the best-selling science fiction book of all time, Dune is. And people like myself that like science fiction have wanted them to to take another shot at it since David Lynch did it. Because David Lynch, to his credit, didn't have the special effects they got now. True. You know, I and, agree. And he, he's, I mean, the barren part. I mean, he looked like he was in a Mylar balloon in the, the 80s uh, version. That's not the case this time. It makes sense, uh, as you watch it, why mm-hmm. he does what he does. I mean, I'm not going to – no spoilers here from Ellswick. Okay. you gotta, okay. you got to go see the movie, and you'll yeah. understand what I'm, uh, what I'm saying. It, it's, it's awesome. It really is. And everybody plays their parts very, very well. I don't know much about uh, – how does he pronounce his name, Heidi? Timothy what was that again? Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. I mean, I don't know that much about this guy. You know, Heidi was kind of giving me a, a background on him. He's done a lot of independent movies. This is his first real huge movie. He's uh, he's great in this movie. He's, he's a perfect Paul. And then Rebecca uh, Ferguson is great as his mother. And it's it's a good movie. It is. It's re- everything. Everybody's cast right. Momoa is really good in it. It was a great movie. Go no say it. it. No doubt about it. Yes. I mean, what's not to love about Jason? What's not to love? Yeah. What is not to love? Well, he's perfect, man. He is. He is the, the greatest military uh, member ever for the family, and uh, he lives it up. He lives up to it. Definitely. <laughs> He lives up to it. Hey, I like all his films. He's great, you know. That, those are great roles for him. I mean, no doubt about it. Aquaman was superb. Yep. Uh, love him in this. Absolutely. I know you saw Halloween Kills last week. Oh, uh, dude. You enjoyed that. That was awesome. 
That, oh, it's so good. That so lived good. up to its title. It was time. <laughs> it was time. You know, it was good. Yeah, well, glad to see that back. Who says, uh, what was it? Shane Stack sent me a text. He, he saw it, and he said, ooh, Jason's upset. <laughs> or or Michael's upset. Michael's upset. Michael's oh, upset. Well, yeah. Hey, you know, yes, yes. That's out there from last week. Uh, we've got the new Ron's Gone Wrong animated film from Fox. It's PG. Great that looks like kids. fun. It is. It is. Um, Dune is also new this week, of course. Uh, Halloween Kills from last week. Uh, we still have Venom, Let There Be Carnage on the screen with Tom Hardy. And, of course, we're still playing No Time to Die, the new James Bond That movie film. is awesome. That is an awesome Bond. That may be the best Bond movie made after To Russia With Love. Oh, okay, okay. All right. What about what about, what about Skyfall, man? Well, it was about? good. I'm not okay. saying it wasn't good, but I think that okay. if, you're, if you're looking at grabbing the essence of one of the books, To Russia right. With Love was the best. I mean, there's not a lot of gadgetry or anything like that in it. You know, it was really, really excellent movie. All right, we'll come back. We'll talk about movies that are coming up. I'm thinking we're going to Soho next week. We'll talk about that here on the the Dave Ellswick Show. Matt Smith is with us. Uh, I want you not to forget that, uh, you know, Pat Davis wants you to get your health care taken care of, your health insurance. He'll save you 30 to 50%. He'll turn around and get you some actual insurance, not a share plan. He'll make sure you have a provider, any provider in the nation that you want, and no copays. In fact, at times they're going to send you a check for your health care instead of you always paying out the nose. You talk to Pat Davis today, 501-605-6935, or visit him on yourhealthplanman.com. All right, just a, a quick aside here. Uh, Tusk 5 is going to be downtown today uh, at St. Vincent's Plaza at the River Market and President Clinton Avenue from 5.30 to 7.30. Of course, uh, the, the Hogs are playing UAPB at War Memorial Stadium tomorrow. So uh, Tusk is in town. If you want to take your kids down and see them, Here's your opportunity. Again, that's from 5.30 to 7.30 uh, today at St. Vincent's Plaza, River Market, and President Clinton Avenue. If you've never seen Tusk up close, this is your opportunity. It's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. He's a he's pretty laid-back hog, to be honest with you. All right, back with Matt Smith. Matt, let's talk about some things that are coming up because people need to know about them. Th- this one that deals with the girl that goes back in time to Soho – Looks interesting. Yes, last night in Soho, and that is out uh, Thursday, and we uh, we have those tickets on sale, Riverdale10.com, and of course uh, we also have um, Antlers, which is the following. Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, it is the same same day. It is out also Thursday, Antlers, and. Um, it is also rated R. It is from Searchlight. Last Night in Soho is from Focus. They're both rated R. They're both scary movies for Halloween weekend. They start Thursday night. Tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. Last Night in Soho uh, actually stars Matt Smith from The Crown. He's in the movie. 
and it does transport this girl in time back to 1960s Soho, London, and there is uh, a serial killer on the loose. Yeah. So th- she she is uh, mixed up in that, and uh, it does a uh, does a great job um, with that and with the fright. She's wonderful in the film. Um, of course, Matt, uh, Matt Smith is great. Love that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> and, and then Antlers is from Searchlight, and it has a uh, a, a, a kind of take on the uh, possession uh, aspect of horror thrillers. Um, it, you know, it's it's different. It's cool. Um, if you're looking for some new fare for Halloween, uh, those are two to check out. Um, Thomas and McKenzie, Terrence Stamp, Diana Diggs, um, Anna Taylor, James Phillips, they all star in Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright. And then for um, the other new film next week, Antlers. Now that has Carrie Russell, uh, Graham Greene, Scott Hayes, Rory Cochran's in the film, directed by Scott Cooper. A young teacher discovers that her troubled student's father and younger brother harbor a deadly supernatural secret. Taking the boy into her care, the teacher must fight for their survival against horrors beyond imagination. Now, Carrie Russell's a good actress. I mean, oh, yeah. what was it, America, the Americans that she yes. was in not too long ago? She yes. was good in that. She's yes. a great actress. I liked her in the Mission Impossible series. thought yes. she did good in that as well. By the way, for my listeners... Uh, the next Dave Ellsworth classic movie is coming up on November the 9th. And you don't want to miss this. This is the first time I have ever been able to get this particular movie. In fact, it's the first time I've ever been able to get a Elvis Presley movie to be able to show on the big screen. And I think we're showing the best one in that we're going to show Viva Las Vegas. Viva and, Las Vegas. Yeah, and that's and going to be Taylor on the 9th of, of November Tickets are on sale now. I mean, look, five bucks a ticket. You can't beat that. Uh, you definitely can't beat that. And you can go on uh, Riverdale10.com uh, and buy your tickets for that movie and for any movie that's showing at Riverdale 10 uh, here uh, in uh, in Little Rock. You got a lot of good stuff that's showing uh, right now, and that's going to be one of those really great ones. And if you want, you can go ahead and buy your tickets for December fourteenth for white christmas we're going we we're going to show that last year didn't get to uh we are showing it this year on the 14th buy your tickets now because i'm telling you right now that movie will sell out no doubt about it riverdale10.com just go there click coming soon you'll see the dave Ellswick, Ellswick movies posters pop up tickets are just five dollars you can buy them right there they're already on sale for november and december my question is: Are we bringing Gone with the Wind back in January? Yes. Are we doing our annual Gone with the Wind? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna do Gone with the Wind. I am. I can tell you one, a couple of movies that I'm wanting to show next year that are a little bit different than what we've shown in the past. Uh, it's I think almost 30 years now. RoboCop came out. I think I'm going to ask you to put RoboCop in for next year. RoboCop in the lineup. Yep. I think we need to oh, show God. that. It, it broke all the barriers. It was a great movie. It's it's a fun movie, and I uh, I, I want to show it again. And then there's a couple other. I'll talk to you off the air about those nice. as far as that's concerned. So uh, I, I do two things now when I go uh, 
see a movie uh, over at, I go to, of course, Cabot 18, or Cabot VIP uh, Cinema in, uh, in Cabot uh, to see the movies. Now I get a large bucket of popcorn, a large Diet Coke, and a large serving of nachos with as many of the jalapenos that they'll give me. Got to do it. That's what I do, man. You guys got good food. You got good beer. You got great movies. Matt, thanks a lot. Have a Thank great you. weekend. We'll talk to you later. Matt Smith, he's from, from the, uh, the Riverdale, the uh, Hot Springs uh, VIP Cinema, Cab VIP Cinema, Cersei VIP Cinema, and then up at the Oaks in Batesville. I'm done for uh, this week. I'll be back with you on Monday. You won't want to miss that show. It's going to be a good one as well uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a good weekend. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.